Yes, I love donuts and beer. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I promised you a guest today. We, we will be dealing more deeper into data and uh, science and uh, how, how, how it goes. Uh, we really want to know when these ladies actually ask for ask men for data. Do they re- do they even know what is uh, data and uh, how it go about reality data bundles but i'm pretty sure there is more than that and on our conversation today we are joined live by a certified data scientist and she is the ceo of algorithm digital innovation incubator that is a very very great content right there and we are joined live by bongekile filana bongekile how are you good morning how are you i'm good thank you how are you I'm well, thank you. Um, and thank you for joining us live today on the GH Online Radio. You are live on GH Online Radio. Can you kindly send some morning greetings to our listeners? Yes, good morning to your listeners. I'm really blessed and it's actually a pleasure to be in this interview. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, just before we go about it, um, do you know what is data bundles. Are we talking data bundles today? No, we are not exactly talking about data bundles. You know that there's different, we call them data, but they are different. There's data, the one that we use to connect to the one for brand. And then there's data, the one for information for input data analysis. So we have two different types of data between the two because we we don't talk about them in, in, in one context. context. The other the one other is one the is one that allows us to connect now. And then there's other data, the one that gives us insights and information. Mm. Very great content. Um, yeah, just before we go to it, and uh, who is Bongegile? Uh, Bongegile is just a rural thing. I, I grew up uh, from the rural areas of the Eastern Cape in Montfrey. I happen to be a youth uh, activist or a youth developer. I'm also serving in the as a as a non-executive director for the National Electronic Media Institute of South Africa, which is the public entity of uh, the Communications Ministry. Yes, I also serve as the Chief of Executive Officer at Algorithms. Mm. So, and some they call me for AR astrologer because I'm I'm so involved in the four AR. For AR it is. Um, for AR is one of those words uh, they use it in Parliament to confuse one another. In Parliament, is it? It has never been explained really that well unless there is a commander just right there so <laughs> how did you get into the tech industry as a young person as i already alluded that i'm i'm, I'm more on of a youth uh, activist so i'm part of a, a network a youth network which is uh that has 2,500 young people, which is called Activate Network. So that's how basically I grew up uh, and 
and develop my interest in in technology because at activate will also given an opportunity to attend the innovation summits that are normally happening annually in cape town so that's where i saw because there there are also exhibitions on technologies and innovations so that's where i i, I started and develop a, a much desire to be involved in the tech space and industry you mentioned desire in the tech uh, in the data sciences i mean when people we are talking technology most of them think about uh, the only most of them only know about fixing computers fixing microwaves and hacking but then we are now talking different industry which is data science how did you know about data science I know about data science because I'm one person who's so interested in, in doing some researches and also doing some um, research studies for the other uh, local municipalities like Mzenyachi, where we're doing a study and then the collecting data is part of the study. So that's where I also developed my interest in data science. And then I thought myself that, okay, after I finished the certain study that I was conducted before for the local municipality, I then uh, enrolled to do data science at MIC Center. Tell us about Algorithm Digital Innovation Incubator. Thank you so much for that question. The algorithm uh, digital innovation uh, is just a, an incubator that is creating an enabling environment for young people to develop these four IR technologies and also be able to learn about these. Yeah, about that. But then, yes, we managed to get a hold of her again. Bongegile, are you there? Yes, I'm still there. I'm, I'm really apologizing. I guess it was my connectivity. Yes, your 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 fire still needs some improvement somewhere somehow. Eh? <laughs> yes, you see, you see, this one of the challenges that we are facing, especially that we are embarking on this chain of the Ford Industrial Revolution. Yes, you were still explaining, uh, iterating more about the algorithm, digital innovation incubator. Yes. Kindly yes, tell us about the it. Was saying that we are creating a yes, we are creating an environment for people to learn about these new technologies and opportunity and come up with our innovations. We are working with uh, some government entities like the Technology Innovation Agency, which is TIA, and also the the CSIR, which is. Is, is part of the Department of Science and Innovation in South Africa. So that's basically what we are doing. We make sure that young people are able to understand uh, these technologies. They are able to, to understand software development. They are able to understand data. But what most that we're also doing at Algorithm is data analytics. We do data analytics to give um, insights, to, to insights and also helping the local government to make decisions that are, are driven by data that are, are, are driven by the scientific evidence so we collect those data for the local municipalities as of now to make sure that they are actually um having strategies that are that are driven by data thank you thank you for that so you what qualifications are you holding 
I read a lot because <laughs> my first qualification is on the electrical and electronics engineering. That's what that was my first qualifications where I did heavy current, and then I went to the foreign university to do some um, a degree in education in. Um, your line is breaking. Nelson Mandela University, IT, which is basically on user support. Your line is breaking right there, Bongegile. After it's and then I decided. And then I was uh, certified in this. Bongekile, we are losing you. No, we are losing you. Your line is breaking. So we, I would say we haven't had anything from what qualifications you are holding. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you now. I really don't know. I really don't know what is the problem. I was say that I did, my first qualification was on the electrical engineering where I was specialized I was doing heavy current and then from there I went to Fort University and did a degree in education and then I went to uh Mandela University to IT specializing in user support services. I then enrolled to do uh, a data science at MICPC. I was certified this this year twin May twenty twenty okay thank you very much we just hope your line it's actually fine right now yes it is thank you so yes um just to go straight to it with the interest of time what is data okay i can just say data is just language and they don't make sense without the context so you need to put them in context you collect numbers and then for a certain reason and then from those numbers, you just get a story. What is the story that is behind the data? What is the story? What is the insights that we are getting from data? It helps a lot for for decision making. Now, so that's basically what data is. It's just information, but information in numerical values. And then when they are put then in context, it's where they make sense. Because if you can say one, two, three, four, five, they won't make sense. But if I say that there are five uh, people who have corona, so that is data. So that's basically numeric values, numeric values that are attached to the context. So now, what is a data scientist? A data scientist is people. I just say it's people who are asking the right questions. They acquire data from various uh, sources data points and then perform data rankings that makes data available for analysis and then trade reports from the data that they have collected what is the story that they see from the data what is the story that is being told by the data and what new information or insights are they getting from data so those people who are doing the analysis who are getting data and also who are visualizing data we call them data scientists and i happen to be one <laughs> so now <laughs> tell us um it has always been said data is the new oil we always hear this phrase data is a new oil why is data considered the new oil 
Data is a new old world today. You talk about data commercialization. People who are using data, they are selling data. For example, if I collect data on Facebook, how many people um, that like uh, uh, iPhone, for an example, how many people uh, that like Samsung, for an example. So that is data. People are selling data. data. Hence, uh, I think that this is a data age because now we start talking about data commercialization. We need to sell data. And it data is helping us a lot to get the new trends to understand the the behavior of customers for the people who are in the business sector. They, they use data to understand the customers. They need to, they use data to understand what is the attitude of the customers and what is the behavior of the, of the customers towards their products. So that's why everyone is talking about data and saying that data is a new old because now it, it, it helps a lot in, in giving insight in terms of the business market. What's your view on the South African women in ICT? I can say we are, we are there. We are pushing. We are pushing and pushing all the boundaries, making sure that we are breaking boundaries. Because, you know, the ICT sector is a sector that is dominated by male. So it's not an easy sector to, to be in, but to make sure that we acquire the skills that will help us to navigate the sector. It's not an easy sector, but we always call that women must be given position so that they can show their capabilities. Because we believe that women also need equal opportunities within the ICD sector because they are capable. Mm. So you people are collecting our data. So now I need a, a comment on the current recent bank data leakage. What can you say about it? I, I would I encourage um, many companies to make sure that they protect their data. Because as, as of now, we don't have any regulations, any regulations or policy regulation that is uh, permitting people from uh, exploiting our data. We know that Western countries are actually exploiting our data. They use our Facebook data. They use our Twitter data without even consulting with us. This is because there is no regulations around data privacy. So I will encourage the uh, companies to make sure that at least they protect their the data warehouse. They make sure that they have hardware and software firewalls. Yes. So that hackers can be able to actually access the information that is made or that is uh, actually for the internet or for the people of that company. Because so, as of now, you can go to court, but then there's no regulations, there's no law that is saying that this person can't do this. Hmm. So now you're saying there are no regulations uh, pertaining us uh, as people who are selling data. Is that the some of the reasons why we are receiving calls, which uh, we don't know where they're from? We are each and every day we are receiving marketing SMSs with a strictly specified name that decades so you can get up to what i'm just wondering how do they know my name like yes. are they selling well, data 
is because they are, they are companies. Maybe, let's say, you take an account from PEPS and then they are going to sell your data, they are going to sell the information to other companies. So there's no one, there's no regulation that is saying that if I register, maybe I open an account at JET, no one must, be ha- must have information on that. That information should remain uh, confidential. But now there's no regulation. That's why we get these uh, random calls. So this is actually what the minister and the four IR commission are actually working on. I guess soon we'll get um, a target on that for us to, 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 to comment as public in terms of data privatization because it's something that the South African government is actually working on. I'm just thinking when they are selling data, nobody knows. Uh, how, how, how are you people going to know that this person... Uh, this company is the one that sold my data to this certain company that is sending me SMSs. I guess there are always possibilities when it comes to the fraud in the solution. I guess you will use the geospatial systems that are able to track uh, the sharing of information within, within the digital space. Hmm. Interesting one indeed. How how? Oh, how long did your data science uh, learning journey take you? I think approximately two years. <laughs> two years just because to read the, people's information. Yes, I think my journey just took two years for me to become a data scientist. But then, obviously, as I alluded up, up previously, that I, I, I did some studies, so that's where I developed my 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 interest on the data science side of things. So now tell me about data and businesses. How can businesses that uh, maybe somebody is having an idea of a, a business that can be linked with data, how can they use it? How can it generate income? It, not by selling data, of course, illegally. <laughs> I think many businesses need to be familiar with the data. They need to, to collect data more often to understand what is to understand the profile of their customers and what is the changing trend in the market because when it comes to data it data gives the insight what is changing how many people even on the google search engine how many people have uh, searched for a pill maybe for or, or a vaseline and then as a business person you can actually have that historical data and, and I said, okay, this is this is what this is the product that is actually in the in, 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 in the demand when it comes to a business. So it helps them to understand better and make the the experience of customers better. Understanding the, the customers and also making the experience better. So so that's basically what data does for the business because it gives insight what is the attitude now. And what are the other what are the other competitive um, businesses? So it helps businesses to reach or to to maintain their competitive advantage. So um, most it gives them data. It gives it gives them info, insights in real time. Most of us are concerned about all these voices. I mean, right now we can talk about data. I mean. 
three minutes later when I log into a certain social media, we know that social media must that one which I'll eventually see something like a data course just because we talked about data right now. When I search something somewhere, somehow, it eventually pops up on that social media. Is it illegally? Do you think it's illegal or what? Do you th- in your own way, do you think it's a good idea, a, a good recommendation to just go in and check up on people just to pop up just like that? I mean, we are just concerned about that. I think uh, people must understand that. Uh, I think it's a system. It's, not, it's how they set the system, I, I guess, if I get the question correctly. If you search maybe a shoe on the on Google, and then when you go to the social media, the machine learning, the machine learning algorithm will feed you that information that you have searched in all other connected platforms. So you, you see, this is one of the things that it's very important that to have our own social platforms because now I, all the platforms that we are using, we call your Google, your Facebook, your Twitter, are, they, are owned by Western countries. So we don't have actually any any control over what happens within the within the that digital space because we are just observers, or I can just say we are spectators at this point. I like the fact that you have mentioned something like having our own social media. But then, you know, there's a having our own social media. Obviously, we do have our own social media. I know there is Moya app, which is uh, free for each and every network. And it's a South African social media. But then people still prefer to use those Western ones. And I know that for the fact that we do have our own social media. But then how how should we actually have our own social media, like the support. How how are people going to go through that one? I think like many, me like many other people, we're not even aware about that. I guess that we need to do more, especially as South Africans, making sure that we are reaching the, the, the international standard whenever we are developing our, our own social platform and make sure that our people... Uh, know about it because many people are not uh, even aware about that so we need to do a lot more on th- in terms of marketing okay but you know that social media just bans each and every social media that goes to it right so what tiktok over and then we are talking other things like it buys you off so um where can people get in touch with you you keep getting Get in touch with me on Facebook. I'm Bongi Kile Filana, Bongi Kile Bantu Filana. On Twitter, I'm Bongi Kile, the 4IR soldier. And I'm also on LinkedIn, which is, um, I'm also Bongi Kile Filana there. No, thank you. So what currently are you busy with that people should follow or maybe there's an upcoming event or people should just expect from your side? Yes, from our side as Algorithm, we are planning a, a coding festival because we believe that coding is one of other skills that is needed for young people in order for them to navigate other digital spaces. So in October, which is the Africa Code Week, we'll be hosting our, our, our second annual uh, coding festival. So the, I'll be sharing details on my social media about it now, from now on. No, thank you for joining us today and we just wish you a great journey with your 
with your data scientists and reading our information we just hope you do not know our age and our date of birth right <laughs> yeah thank you so much for me <laughs> thank you for your time um thank you um uh, that was bongeki lefilana one of the great a lady in data science and she was just uh, telling us about data science and how it can it can improve our lives and how it works i mean data science i just knew about data science not long ago because the text the tech industry it's a very very big tech industry but then yes coming uh, today we also looking at uh, since while we are focusing on data we are also looking at leakage i mean we are looking at hackers most of you are concerned about hackers and uh, the data leakage uh, what where is that data going but then yes we are going to be joined on the line today also just in few minutes by an ethical hacker he's uh, been working in with the I, I i just don't want to expose him that much but then yes let me just give you one track uh, straight from gas lights or cake good and a little it's a casimus so yes